Heavenly Father, uh, we have gathered um, uh, for first uh, midweek service uh, here, and we pray for your blessing uh, on this time and on this prayer meeting. And uh, we do pray uh, that this will be uh, something that becomes more and more uh, just an integral and, and a vibrant part of our church's life together and that uh, more and more people would come uh, uh, not just not out of a sense of a uh, merely out of a sense of duty or obligation uh, Lord, but because they they believe in the power of prayer uh, because they feel a desperate need for you uh, because they love you uh, and want know uh, your love for them and want to cry out to their Heavenly Father. We do pray uh, that, that you would grant us that faith as, as, we, as we hear from your word and as we pray in response to you. So meet with us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're in uh, Psalm 87. And, uh, if you guys need a Bible, could use one. It's a very short psalm, so a very short sermon. <laughs> it's a psalm of the sons of Korah, a song. I'll read it out loud. On the holy mount stands the city he founded. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. Glorious things of you are spoken, O city of God, Selah. Among those who know me, I mention Rahab and Babylon. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Cush. This one was born there, they say. And of Zion it shall be said, This one and that one were born in her. For the Most High himself will establish her the lord records rec uh, as he registered the peoples this one was born there selah singers and dancers alike say all my springs are in you i don't know um if you guys could relate to to this somewhat maybe Maybe some of you can, but um, when my family immigrated to the U.S., basically, I remember um, for like the first year feeling very keenly, just sharply, like I don't belong, right? Uh, everything looked so different, um, and um, everything was bigger. <laughs> trees were bigger cars were bigger people were bigger even apples were bigger right it's just like i just felt like this is i don't belong here and i, I can't uh speak to these people and and right around my teenage years so i wanted desperately to belong right it's like i wanted to fit in with my peers wanted to be a part of this uh this culture and uh and uh and i still remember um very vividly um it wasn't too long ago, I wish I remembered the year, but a few years ago when um, I became a citizen of the U.S., it was actually the largest uh, gathering uh, in U.S. history of all the, all the people that were becoming U.S. citizens. It was at Fenway Park, 
this huge you know, U.S. flag, and um, uh, and I became a naturalized citizen, right? And uh, and and they and obviously the way people treat you could I, does couldn't just not change at all. But the, at least from this perspective of the government, right? And I'm officially accepted, right? And and enrolled in, as as a member of this country, right? And uh, and this is that's kind of the uh, the main idea behind this psalm is that, uh, and it's really a special psalm uh, in that this idea is brought forth so powerfully because in the beginning in verse one it talks about on the holy mount stands the city he founded. So city he founded on the holy mount is this God. It's a city that God himself founded. Uh, not a city built by men, but a city built by God himself. Uh, and it's a reference to Jerusalem. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. Of course, he loves all of Israel, but he loves Zion, which Jerusalem in particular, gates of Zion representing the whole city. Uh, in the sense that he chose it right as a place to reveal himself that's where the temple was that's where he chose to meet with his people um, and then and so glorious things are said about this city of God Jerusalem and then verses four to five really interesting uh, thing happens among those who know me now it's God speaking and four verses four to six really is kind of the center and the core of the psalm uh, the most kind of the main point of the psalm really and it says, among those who know me, I mention Rahab and Babylon. Uh, so God is saying that I will count among those who know me, knowing, referring to that covenant relationship, right? Like in Amos 3, 2, when God talks about among all the nations, I've only chosen to know you, Israel. Uh, so knowing God so it, 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 and being part of his covenant relationship, he says, I will mention Rahab and Babylon. Rahab is, is another way to refer to Egypt. Uh, and Babylon, right, the, the nations of Mesopotamia, the two major kind of empires that were surrounding um, Israel. And then next it says, Behold, Philistia and Tyre, they're kind of the surrounding nations that were slightly weaker um, around uh, Egypt and Babylon. And then with Cush, uh, Cush is more kind of a reference to kind of the far country, right? Um, so he's, this is really a reference to all the surrounding nations, in the known world, that really, uh, uh, in the world of the Israelites. Uh, so God is saying, among those who know me, I mentioned Rahab and Babylon, behold, Philistia and Tyre with Cush. This one was born there, they say. That's remarkable, right? Because, of course, these nations were not born in Jerusalem. But God is decreeing that he, he's legitimizing them and saying, this one was born there. I will count them and I will treat them as if they were part of my city, as if they're citizens of my city, as if they were part of my nation. Uh, and then of Zion, it shall be said in verse 5, this one and that one were born in her. That Not just the Jews, not just Israel, but this one and that one, they were born in her, in Zion. For the Most High Himself will establish her. And, and the Lord records as He registers the people, this one was born there, Selah. Uh, it's such a powerful sentiment as I think about it because we're all, I mean, none of us are Jewish, right? Yeah. So in that sense, we're all Gentiles, right? We're part of these excluded nations. Uh, yet, in, in, and yet, yet even from the beginning, even in the Old Testament days, God's plan, ultimate plan, was to use Israel to bring forth the Messiah through whom all nations will be grafted in. 
right? That's his salvation. That was his salvation plan from the beginning. Uh, and, and this reveals a glimpse of that here in Psalm 87, that there will be a day when Jerusalem will be the mother city, not just of Israel, but of all the nations. Uh, and God will say of us, let's say of people who didn't formally belong, yes, he belongs. She belongs here. She was born here. They were born in her, Jerusalem. And, uh, and then singers and dancers are like, say, all my springs are in you, uh, meaning the source of life. All our source of life is here in this city, in this Jerusalem. Uh, and, and that, of course, points to a profound spiritual idea. And if you could turn with me to Hebrews 12. Uh, it's not a quotation of this psalm, but I think this psalm is certainly behind it in, uh, in substance. In Hebrews 12, verses 22 to 24, Hebrews 12, verses 22 to 24, he's speaking of a kingdom that God's establishing, a salvation that's come upon those who believe in Jesus Christ. And he describes it this way, the author of Hebrews, verses 22 to 24, chapter 12. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Right, so here it's speaking of Jerusalem, right, uh, as a heavenly city, right? And that, that earthly city of Jerusalem, which, was, which God prophesied would be this uh, the center of worship among all the nations, was really pointing to and is fulfilled by this heavenly city of Jerusalem. And this heavenly city that God built himself, right? Remember in Psalm 87, the beginning, it's a city he founded. It's not a man founded, it's a city founded by man. Uh, and, and it's the gathering of all those who love him. And it will be people from all nations. And, and it says those who are enrolled in heaven, those who belong to the assembly of the firstborn, which is reference to Christ, who is the firstborn from the dead, right? Firstborn uh, of, of salvation. Uh, he is the one. Uh, and, and so those who belong to Jesus, who belong to the assembly, will be enrolled, registered, recorded uh, as, as a citizen of this heavenly city. And, and so all of us, because of Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and whose sprinkled blood, who's, because of his sprinkled blood that cleanses us from our sin, is now citizens of the city. And, and think about that from the perspective of, of an alien, right? Of an alien who uh, doesn't have any rights, right? Um, and, uh, I mean, we're waiting on our sister, right, Jenny's uh, word. Did she hear back yet? No. Nope. Okay, so about whether or not she's going to get the citizenship or not, right? So uh, been, the green card. I mean, the green card, yeah, before the citizenship, right? And, uh, and, and it's like, it's nerve-wracking, right? Because it could mean that she gets deported. Uh, it could mean that, you know, their li entire life will change based on this. And, and then you could feel like, uh, you know, and that's, that was our fate, right? We had no way of getting into this amazing city of worshiping God, becoming a citizen, that Jesus uh, made a way for us uh, so that we who did not belong, who were excluded, uh, could belong in the city and be called citizens and because he was excluded for our sake uh, on the cross and died for our sins. Um, let's, uh, let's sing a song in response to that.